Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. And it's already the 15th of December. Only 10 days until Christmas. And as I've always said, the worst things about uh, Christmas and the uh, and the uh, NFL season is they both end. Although I wouldn't really equate the uh, the NFL season with Christmas. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So uh, I'm, uh, you know, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night for a number of reasons, whatever. I've been having trouble sleeping. But uh, but it was added to with this uh, giant announcement by Donald Trump. And, you know, everybody knows I'm a Donald Trump sycophant. Uh, actually, no, I just, uh, I like him. I, I think he did a great job as president. I'd like to see him be the president again because I think he's a lot of work that is yet to be done. That said, you know, we were told yesterday that uh, Donald Trump had a big old, uh, major announcement today so i'm thinking and everybody's ruminating and uh, mentally you know playing with themselves about this and saying hey maybe he's going to announce his vice presidential candidate even though the election's two years off maybe this and maybe that and maybe this and maybe that and so i wake up this morning and i get out of bed like a little kid you know for christmas i wasn't really that excited about it but i did have some bunny slippers on and some uh, bunny pajamas my aunt made me and uh, and so i ran into the office this morning and i'm thinking oh my goodness here comes the major announcement from donald trump and i and i look to uh, that truth social Donald Trump and I see that the major announcement is Donald Trump wearing a, a superhero outfit. The artwork is pretty cool and the announcement is that uh, Donald Trump has announced his new digital trading card collection. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards. Is this like cryptocurrency? I, I don't know. Does it have gum in it? I hope it has a bad stick of uh, stale gum in it. Anyway, uh, very much like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting. Go to Collect Trump Cards and get your cards now. Only $99 a piece. Just $99 uh, a piece. And and I, I'll just admit, you know, while uh, Trump trading cards are great and everything, and, you know, you buy them and collect them if you have a lot of money to pay $99 for a trading card. Uh, but um, I, I was a little disappointed. I would venture to say that my disappointment was the greatest since this moment. What was little orphan Annie trying to say? Be sure no. to what? Annie has got to go. Will you please come out? All right, Ma. I'll be right out. This is Ralphie. He'd waited uh, for months to get his little orphan Annie decoder ring in the movie A Christmas Story. I was getting closer now. The tension was terrible. What was it? The fate of the planet may hang in the balance. No, Annie's got to go. I'll be right out. Find out loud. That's how I felt last night. 
<laughs> Almost there. In my budding pajamas. Fingers flew. My mind was a steel trap. Every pore vibrated. It was almost clear. Yes, 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 yes. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? Son of a... There you go. That's, that's kind of how I felt <laughs> this morning when I woke up. Making America great like it should be. Making your gasoline cheap as it could be. Speaking at rallies and MMA rings. These are a few of my favorite all right, so it wasn't a vice president. It was a, a, a trading card. Pageants where entries yeah. are made up of females. Yeah. Private airliners in Hillary's emails. Fake news destruction and precocious bling. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> he is a captain. Break tans, casinos, and my cool comb-over. <laughs> Democrats imploding. Because they are over. <laughs> no vaccine mandates and anti-masking. These are a few of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. Police, because we like law and order. Building a wall on our Mexican border. With boat flotillas, you know I'm the king. These are a few of my favorite things. I guess you could add uh, Trump trading cards to that, so... Wasn't exactly what I wanted, but, uh, you know, I mean, it was a big announcement, so there's that. Mm. Now we have something you can uh, you can get for Christmas, uh, Trump trading cards. So whatever. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, you know, that that's it, what, a little disappointed. That's all just a little, mm, 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 little disappointed. So anyway, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but retail sales declined sharply in November. Huh, that sounds weird because I thought that whole Inflation Reduction Act was going to change everything, change everything. Everything was going to be coming up roses. Yesterday, the President of the United States said, ah, it could be about another year on the inflation thing. So, sure, speaking of disappointments, right? Commerce Department said retail sales fell by about 0.6% in November. Following a surge of 1.3% in October, the numbers are seasonally adjusted but not adjusted for price changes. Economists had expected a much milder decline of 0.2%, but instead they had, uh, what, 300% uh, larger decline is what it was. Uh, Major considered, quote, core retail sales. This is where a lot of people get kind of cloudy, you know, when you explain this stuff. It's like when you're talking to somebody who's an accountant at a Christmas party and you're kind of like, oh, man, oh, look at that. And you're doing every social media cue, not social media, but just you're looking at your watch. You're going, hey, my, you know, pretending like you got a phone call from your wife or whatever. But I'm going to try and make it a little more interesting than that. Core retail sales, which includes automobiles, gasoline, excludes automobiles, gasoline, building materials, food services, fell 0.2%. Figure for October was uh, revised to show 0.5% increase. You know, I said I was going to make this fun. This, this just can't do it. So anyway, what basically what happened is there's a big pullback on buying cars and trucks, mostly because the car uh, lots are empty. I don't know if you've been to them lately. New cars are hard to find because Pete Boot Edge Edge is on vacation in Portugal or wherever the hell he is. While, uh, you know, the rail strike was happening and everything, like he really, you know, this on the heels of of him, uh, you know, starting his job with a three-month vacation because of paternity leave, whatever. So there is that. New vehicle prices were flat for the month, which is nice. And uh, inflation apparently is chopping, uh, is changing shopping habits. Did you know that? 
consumers forced to spend more on staples and less on discretionary purchases. Oh, look, kids, uh, Grandpa got you a can of green beans for Christmas this year. Well, let's, let's open that can of green beans. That'll be our Christmas meal this year. Thanks, Joe Biden. Sales at grocery stores rose uh, 0.8%, likely driven by, driven by the 0.5% rise in food prices. Whatever. And then, then I see this. I'm like, what's going on? Because, you know, there was the, the midterms. And Joe Biden did such a great job. And Joe Biden is awesome and excellent. And there was no red wave and everything because everybody loves what Joe Biden's doing. Right? But it's kind of funny that uh, CNN did a poll and said that 59% of Democrats prefer someone other than Joe Biden to be the 2024 nominee. Why would you want that? He did it all right in the midterms. Donald Trump caused the Republican Party to implode in the midterms. Yeah, it's all Donald Trump's fault. Mitch McConnell's awesome. Yeah. Woo! No, not really. 59% say that they'd prefer another Democrat to Biden. I don't know why that is. He's doing a great job. He doesn't have any mental infirmities, according to the mainstream media. Why wouldn't you want him back in the White House? Only 51%. He had the best midterm since John F. Kennedy. Why would you want to get rid of him? Seriously. 51% they'd definitely vote for Biden if he were the party's uh, 2024 nominee. 28% said probably. 86% say they would support or would likely support Biden in a 2024 election if he were the party's nominee. You know, but then, of course, Democrats also elected John Fetterman for crying out loud. Among those who prefer somebody else, 72% have no specific alternative because all of them kind of suck. Like Pete Boot Edge Edge, the transportation secretary, who clearly is transphobic because he's not doing anything about transportation. Then there's Gavin Newsom. He's a pretty boy poser, 4%. Bernie Sanders, dear God in heaven, is he still alive, 4%. Vice President Kamala Harris, honestly, I can't even say what I want to say on the air, 3%. And then Elizabeth Warren, who, by the way, I have more Cherokee Indian blood in me than she does, 2% there. And this is kind of funny. This is a bunch of New Hampshire Democrats in their part of this group called uh, uh, Roots Action. And they're not very enthusiastic about the great President Joe Biden, who had the best midterm since John F. Kennedy and is doing a great job if you listen to Rob Reiner. And they're saying they want somebody else. Why? It's absolutely critical that we don't allow a Republican to win the White House in 2024. I'm concerned with Joe Biden's low polling. With his low popularity, it's way too much of a gamble. If he runs, the election is at serious risk. Joe Biden representing the status quo in 2024 simply won't cut it. We can't afford to risk the White House. Now, these are uh, New Hampshire voters. Actually, they're all of the New Hampshire voters. A Republican. <laughs> Just a little joke there. I'm from a small population state of Iowa. Who could defeat status quo, Joe? The threat of the GOP has become all too obvious. The stakes could not be higher. Our ideas are way more popular than Joe Biden is. Joe Biden runs. Like what? Open border, uh, higher taxes, uh, no police. Uh, well, what? Like what? CRT in schools, transgenderism in schools. Is that what you're talking about? It's the Democratic Party's chances. I think that's what they're talking about. In 2024. There's no question that we have a climate emergency. Ah. It's a question of willingness to do something. Yeah, we got a climate emergency. I mean, the whole world is on fire. No, actually, there was a drought out west, and then there was some flooding in the Midwest, which happens all the time. Bobby. It's not the time for half measures. All Americans need universal health care now. I thought, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There was this thing called Obamacare. 
that was passed and I was supposed to take care of that. What? There's no room to compromise when our abortion rights are on the line. No, they're not actually. Abortion's legal in a lot of states, actually, and you can you can still get an abortion, that's all. We can't afford to lose. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe, unless it's off some sort of a precipice. And, uh, other than that, don't run. So there you go. Uh, let's see, 56% of young people under 35 say Joe deserves a second term. 80% of Democrats older than 50 believe uh, Joe Biden does deserve a second term. <laughs> Overall, 62 to 37% of the electorate do not believe Biden deserves a term. And uh, I just hate to burst your bubble, but uh, there's no way. That he's going to be able to run for president. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just stating the obvious here. He's, he's a mess. Yesterday, the day before yesterday, Jill sneaked over at an event, handed him what looked like it could have been a treat or something, and he popped it in his mouth. And no telling if that was some sort of a medication or some sort of, you know, some maybe it was a little piece of herring because he's going to go perform some sort of trick, leaping out of the water into a flaming hoop. I don't know, but but he got a little treat the other day. I don't know what that was all about, uh, but he's not going to be able to run. Uh, you know, just honestly, I mean, I'll bet you a steak dinner on it right now. How's that? There you go. Well, somebody out there in the ether, I'll I'll have to buy you a steak if Joe Biden runs in 2024, which he won't be able to do. So we've got a bunch of stuff to get to, including uh, Pete Buttigieg on vacation in Portugal while the rail, rail strike was, uh, you know, the, the debate was going on. And he actually videotaped himself at an airport pretending like he was in the United States. That's what we have as far as leadership is concerned. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff on Arizona. Oh, the Washington Post is laying off people. Leftist media is taking a hit and I'm loving it. And your phone calls are welcome as well. It's 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show. Do you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show. I am in the Christmas spirit this year, and it's funny. I, I, my wife is uh, not used to this uh, this amount of joy from me, and it's not even medicine. You know, it's crazy. It just just feel very blessed to be here. Be very, 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 very blessed to be here doing this for a living. I am just. Uh, I'm just. I, mm. Every day I wake up, I told you this, I said, uh, every day I wake up, I feel like Scrooge the, uh, after he's visit, been visited by three spirits. Because you know what? I've seen the writing on the stone, and uh, it wasn't pretty. So I'm going to do my very best to entertain, inform you, possibly even motivate you. How about that? How about a little bit of that? Oh, this is kind of funny. Nancy Pelosi's got a new documentary out. Her daughter came out. And uh, oddly enough, she was filming on January the 6th. It's kind of strange. And, uh, and uh, Nancy Pelosi was directing everything, and it was almost like it was scripted. Kind of strange that way. So anyway, uh, the new documentary, which I'm sure will do at least as well as uh, AOC's documentary, which literally opened in 120 movie theaters uh, last weekend and made under $10,000, $80 per theater. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your life. You're, you're a wretched, awful person. Just retire and, and go get those 99 Dalmatian pelts that you've been looking for forever. So they got this new thing, and it's kind of funny because 
Back in 2010, I don't know if you knew this, uh, but um, Barack Obama uh, in 2010 lost Congress by a gigantic margin. They lost 63 seats in the uh, House. And this is kind of funny because, you know, he was historical and everything. And James Carville even wrote a book. James Carville wrote a book saying that Democrats would be in power for 40 years. He wrote that mm, about a year before this. And then, you know, Democrats were driven out of power, which shows you just how accurate that uh, James Carville is. So anyway, in the in the documentary, apparently, after the schlacking that uh, the Democrats took in 2010, Nancy Pelosi did what she did, does best, and that is behave like a complete elitist uh, snob from hell. And she said she was talking, I guess she was talking to uh, Mike Pence on the phone or something, and, uh, and she said, listen to this, she said, the white male thing is just... That's a dominant thing with regard to Listen to this. When they don't have a job, they get in a mood. That's what she said. When they don't have a job, they get in a mood. That is uh, so ungodly racist. It, it just, it's just amazing. And I'm going to tell you, uh, as a white male who's been out of work and, and literally looked at my life and said, as a family provider, if I couldn't provide, then maybe uh, my family would be better off with an insurance policy, a life insurance policy. Uh, I don't think this is funny. I don't think it's funny at all. And I'm just saying about any male, actually, and I'm just going to say this, too. There are a lot of uh, uh, black men who feel the same way. They feel worthless. They feel like they're not able to contribute. They feel like that uh, uh, they're not appreciated. They feel like their masculinity is being declared toxic. And uh, that's what she said. When they, when they don't have a job, <laughs> they get in a mood. From the woman who literally lives in a mansion in San Francisco who did a uh, live shot on late night television, including a, in, in standing in front of a freezer that costs more than a car, eating $12 a pint ice cream while Americans download apps to find grocery stores that have near expiration or past expiration food. She said that. Shows just uh, out of touch uh, she is. And then there's uh, Pete Buttigieg, who uh, is the transportation secretary, because um, he's a gay man who's married with adopted children. There's four boxes, I think, there, possibly. He is white. That's a negative, so make it three. And, uh, and uh, uh, he rode on the train in uh, college. I'm talking about literally the train. No, it's nothing like that. Anyway, he rode on a train in college. That's when they made him the transportation secretary, and he's facing the biggest crisis since the uh, supply chain, which he hasn't fixed at all and done nothing. The uh, the big uh, uh, railway strike that would have really killed the economy and all that. And uh, so he did a little video, and uh, he he purported to be inside at an airport in America, but he wasn't. He was in Portugal. He was on vacation. And Joe Biden does that a lot of times of, uh, of crisis. Here's Pete Buttigieg at a uh, foreign location, presumably Portugal, talking about the, uh, the train, the, the railway strike. This summer, too many flights have been delayed or canceled. And right now, it's too difficult to figure out how to get help or what you can expect the airline to do for you when that happens. For example, if your flight is significantly delayed, will the airline provide you with a meal voucher? Or if your flight is canceled and you're stranded, is the airline committed to covering... I don't even care. Don't even care. ...hotel costs. It shouldn't be a mystery. No, they already handled that for you. So today, the DOT is launching the Airline Customer Service Dashboard. For the first time, you can go to our website and compare airline practices... <gasps> a government website? Oh, my God, I'm sure that'll work out great. 
all in one place. And if you are in a frustrating situation, like a delay or... Now, this uh, this man also is presiding over the decision by Joe Biden through executive order to make all the federal vehicles electric um, because climate change has taken at least 18 flights on taxpayer-funded private jets uh, since joining the cabinet, despite leading calls to cut COTO emissions. He has also uh, dropped off uh, from an SUV onto his bike so it could look like he uh, rode to work on a bike, right? Boot Edge Edge was vacationing in Porto, Portugal, a popular destination on the European country's coast, which most of us can't afford. Not one little bit. No! All right, we've got much more of the number here. If you want to chime in, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. The one thing the America-hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America. We are finally putting America first. It's the Rob Carson Show. By the way, if you want to check out the podcast, we've uh, changed it up a little bit. Because, um, you know, we were doing a, the, the whole show and taking the commercials out and making it two hours. We realized it was a pretty big uh, chunk of your day. Uh, and, and, you know, if you wanted to divide it up, listen to both, maybe one here, one there, you know, whatever. That's what we're doing. We've divided it into two every day. So you get two podcasts every day. I know. Cool, right? So if you want to uh, go to all of the digital platforms that it's on, uh, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. And if you do end up on Apple Podcasts, if you'd leave a, a five-star review, that would be huge. That would be huge. So, you know, I had mentioned earlier how uh, retail sales are down in November. I had mentioned that people are more focused on, uh, you know, focusing on feeding themselves and paying the bills than, than Christmas. Most probably that's what it's about. And I've been there, I know, and it stinks and it's awful. And yesterday I said that people, well, listen, a couple months ago, people shopping at Dollar General instead of going to Walmart because you can't afford Walmart. We also know that Walmart normally hires 150,000 seasonal employees. They're hiring 50,000 this year. So is any of this a surprise? Then we find out that people are using apps to find expired uh, products right before they get thrown away. <laughs> this is wow. Meanwhile, Washington, D.C. could give a rat's behind about that because they're still spending your money like it is, uh, you know, it, it's like an, uh, an unlimited credit card that never has to be paid back. Kind of like, uh, you know, Hunter Biden uh, with the. Uh, with the Ukraine and China, you got that $100,000 credit card, didn't have to pay back from the Chinese Communist Party, went on a spending spree, had a good time. Well, you don't get that, do you? And you don't get that opportunity. But uh, they, um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're spending your money like it's going out of style. Key lawmakers uh, on Tuesday said they had struck a deal on the framework for funding the federal government through the end of the current fiscal year with government funding set out to run out on Friday, which would cause a government shutdown, which to me, I'm all for. I, I mean, honestly, 
because uh, I think that we need to pare down the federal government in a very, very big fashion. We saw that Twitter was able to do that without shutting down. I have a funny feeling there's a little fat to be cut in the federal government. So retiring Senate Appropriations Chair Patrick Leahy announced that appropriations have reached a bipartisan, bicameral framework that should allow us to finish an omnibus appropriations bill that can pass the House and be signed into law by the president. What they're going to do is they're going to they're do a little uh, continuing resolution, then they're going to come back, and then they're going to create a monster loaded with pork, and they're going to have a very rich and awesome and happy Christmas and holiday season, and you're going to live without while they spend your money. Here is uh, Rand Paul talking about the abuses and usurpations that continue. Is that last time I tried it, there were four votes, me and three others. <laughs> this, this brings upon us the lie that Republicans really are fiscally conservative. Not the swamp dwellers. Democrats aren't. They will not pretend to be fiscally conservative. Not one of them up here gives a darn about the debt. Mm. Republicans all profess to, yeah. when you make them vote on the PAYGO resolution, pay-as-you-go, that we can't have new spending without offsetting it, they always vote to exempt it. So the omnibus will be 3000 They got a $5 trillion credit card, and they never have to pay it back. thousand pages will get it two hours... But you're going to pay. ...before they want to pass it. No one will read it. But hidden in the 3,000 pages will be, we're going to... When are, when are we, honestly, when are we just going to uh, refuse to be simply means of production and taxation. At what point do we just say, you know what, screw you. Wave pay go. So Steve Moore's right, it would take 41 votes. But the other thing is, 41 votes would stop the big spending. If 41... I'm thinking it's time to call Congress. ...said no and held our ground until there was a compromise, we could force Democrats to reduce spending. We have completely and totally abdicated the power of the purse... Republicans and they do that every stinking year. Are emas nothing new. Escalated. They have no power, and they are unwilling to gain that power back. The only way they can get it: divide the spending into twelve bills, and then decide to hold one of them hostage or two of them hostage, and then apply policy changes in the House. But they've got to do it. They've got to capture this. And they won't because you know what? They're a bunch of swamp swamp dwelling. Uh, you know. Think about it. I mean, they go to Washington, D.C., they spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours, and they just get there and realize that they are all board members on the biggest financial company in the history of mankind. It makes, uh, you know, GM pale by comparison. It makes uh, Amazon uh, pale by comparison. It makes Apple pale by comparison. A $5 trillion annual company. And there's a board of directors that gets into Washington, D.C. and pays off their friends. That's what it is, man. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's just... I mean, honestly, I just, it's uh, frustrating as hell. I'll just tell you that. Let's go to Mike in uh, Nottingham, Maryland. Hello there, Mike, and welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, Rob. Thanks for taking my call so quickly. Yes. Yes. I wanted to talk about the card that uh, President Trump announced today. Yeah, Donald Trump's uh, big announcement today was uh, $99 trading cards. Go yeah, ahead. I was, I was praying that it would be he uh, has uh, Ron DeSantis as his vice president. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well. I wanted to let you know, I sent him a $100 donation over the weekend via his uh, link on his Twitter page. Yes. Uh, the first of uh, three $100 uh, donations to his campaign. So I wonder I if you'll get three trading it. cards. Do you, you suppose you'll get three trading cards? No, I won't get anything for mm. it. I don't want anything for it. <laughs> 
You know, I, I think you'd like a second term. That's what I'd like, actually. That's what I want, second All term. Right. I want to see him finish the job he started. So do I. So do I. I think a lot of people do, brother. I really do. Despite all of the, uh, you know, here comes DeSantis clause and all that stuff and everybody trying to write him off so they can eliminate him altogether and then just uh, start destroying Ron DeSantis two years out from the election. That's what they're able to do. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Here's, here's something kind of fun. Um, we're winning. We are winning. Conservatives win. Conservatism is winning. The country is center-right. They are. Uh, 75% of us thought that the country's going in the wrong direction before the election. Now, even Democrats are saying Joe Biden needs to go. Why? I thought everything was great. I thought he had the best uh, midterm since uh, uh, JFK. Or was it just that this was the last election that big social media will have complete information dominance working with the swamp, DHS, IRS, all of those? to shut down dissent and speech and candidates and uh, stop stories from getting out and interfering in elections, including in Arizona with Katie Hobbs communicating with Twitter to shut down stories about Carrie Lake. All right. Maybe this is this. And then also they threw a billion dollars at this midterm. They still weren't able to grab the house, you know, so a lot of things are going to change. A lot of things are going to change, and I hope this thing gets bigger and better as uh, as Republicans take charge. But we are winning in a lot of different fronts. For instance, Disney World, they had to fire their CEO, who was down with woke nonsense, and went after the what they called the Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida schools, which would uh, stop children from being sexualized at kindergarten and stop this transgender nonsense being taught in schools, among other things, and CRT. And uh, five school board presidents have been boot or superintendents have been booted in Florida because of that. Yay! Yay, freedom. Awesome. Protect our children. And uh, what else has happened? Well, uh, CNN Plus folded, died. CNN has fired about half of their staff because their ratings are so miserable. MSNBC is dropping uh, staff like flies. And now we know this, that the Washington Post has announced massive layoffs after losing 500,000 subscribers. Yeah, kind of a big thing. Because the Washington Post, now I think most people realize, is nothing more than a liberal propaganda rag. And it has been for a very long time. And honestly, it's dated. The whole concept of the Washington Post is dated. you know. But they had a big meeting last night, and the employees got together. Kind of like Twitter. It was kind of like Twitter with Elon Musk moving in and saying, hey, here's the deal. We're not making any money, so i got to cut some people. And they're doing that like a Comedy Central. They fired uh, Samantha Bee and uh, Trevor Noah. Both of them are gone. So we are having an impact. Our, our conservatism is having an impact. Uh, there's a lot of crap going on at the ballot box, but we're speaking with our pocketbooks. We're, pocketbooks? Who carries a pocketbook? We're speaking with our wallets. And it's working. Here's the meeting last night where the uh, president, uh, Fred Ryan, the publisher, told employees that uh, they'd be laying off a lot of people but wouldn't, wouldn't answer any questions. Wouldn't answer any questions. Wouldn't say who's going to get fired. Wouldn't say a thing. Just walked right out. And uh, this is this is what's happening to uh, to uh, liberal media. This is one of the glorious things about uh, those who've been able to succeed on uh, media platforms: Town Hall, Hot Air, uh, Weasel Zippers, um, all of the sites that you know. A lot of by, by Breitbart, of course, and they're wildly successful. But maybe people are just kind of getting that the Washington Post is nothing more than a propaganda outlet. 
You know, they, uh, for instance, the Washington Post, they were down with all of these things that were all proven to be absolutely wrong. The Russia collusion hoax. Hands up, don't shoot. Jesse Smollett hoax. Uh, let's just go ahead and throw Bubba Wallace in there. Covington KKK hoax. Very fine people hoax. Seven-hour gap hoax. Global warming. Russian bounties hoax. hoax. Uh, Trump trashing the troops hoax. Uh, let's see. Rittenhouse hoax. Uh, eating while black hoax. Border agents whipping illegals the Georgia Jim Crow 2.0 hoax. Trump assaulted secret agents and grabbed the steering wheel of the beast hoax. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's fantastic. And then, of course, uh, to frame MAGA for the Paul Pelosi assault narrative. So maybe people are just going, oh, you know, we don't believe you anymore because you lie all the time. All the time. And then there's this. Remember Jamil Hill? Jamil Hill, she's uh, uh, was uh, on ESPN forever. She or a sports center host, and she's a far left, you know. And they fired her because she's such a far left, beyond bat guano crazy racist, right? Well, she came up with a book. It's called Uphill. The book uh, explores Hill's self-purported journey in overcoming racism in America, and she spent significant time promoting her book across various networks. The New York Times published more than one fawning review to condone her bravery, by the way, and it turns out that she has only sold about uh, 5,000 books nationally. She has about a million-plus followers on Twitter, but none of them thought she was interesting enough to uh, buy her book. Yeah. And then one more thing on this. You may recall that the Washington Post, and this may be another reason why the Washington Post is having to fire a lot of people. The Washington Post stealth edited a story that describes journalists who are covering the Twitter files, Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi, as conservative journalists. Yeah. Now, now, Taibbi worked for Rolling Stone. Weiss worked for the New York Times. Both of them are left, 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 left of center, but the Post labeled them as conservatives. As head of trust and safety at Twitter, Roth was uh, in, involved in many of the platform's decision about what posts to remove and what accounts to suspend. His communications with other Twitter officials have been posted in recent days as part of what Musk calls the Twitter files, a series of tweets by conservative journalists Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss. Why did they do that? Why do they call them conservative journalists? Because to the mainstream media and people like the Washington Post, conservative is a pejorative, and they've done their very best to make conservative into white supremacist, Trump supporter, denier, all of that. See what I mean? Yeah. People went a little nuts on it. They said it was not true. Walter Kern, a Taibbi's co-host of America This Week, called Post reporting baldly inaccurate. Baldly inaccurate. Journalist Abigail Schreier echoed the statement saying the term is used to smear individuals. Yeah, calling somebody a conservative is a smear. See what I mean about conservative apartheid? Apartheid is what it is. Fox News Digital apparently reached out to the Post for comment, and subsequently, oddly enough, the word conservative was removed from the article without an editor's note or correction. Unbelievable. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. To all the American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's The Rob Carson Show. If you have somebody who's a uh, foodie in your life, you know, uh, your comfort food is great this time of year. 
particularly, uh, you know, uh, ham and beans and uh, chili and whatnot. And uh, heirloom soup beans are a, d- a delightful gift. You get a big box of these glorious beans, something you've never even heard of. They're awesome. You soak them. You cook them. They're fantastic. I've already made uh, ham and beans with them. I made uh, tortilla soup with some uh, beans last week, and you normally don't put beans in tortilla soup, but they're just so good. So just go to heirloomsoupbeans.com, heirloomsoupbeans.com. If you would, do that today. Just check out the site. If you decide to order, that would be great, too. I'm going to get a glorious uh, assortment of these wonderful beans that will last you for months and months and months. They will be making meals uh, well into the uh, new year. And, again, you got to go to heirloomsoupbeans.com. I think we need a little Christmas. What do you think? This is new. From Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen. Under the table is how Joe's paid Millions from China he has made oh, yeah. Graft and corruption, he wrote the book And his son Hunter's a major crook Joe, Joe, Joe makes lots of dough Joe, 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 is ethics are low Under the table, quick, quick, quick A cut for the big guy should do the trick One of his uh, clients was named Ho Anyone out there with half a brain Not knows that Joe blackmailed Ukraine. Worked with Hunter. Can the prosecutor who wants his son ho, ho, ho. a deal for a billion won't get done? Nope. Quid pro quo, blackmailing <laughs> Joe. Quid pro quo, Joe needs to go. Under indictment, they both should be. What can you call it but bribery? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Meanwhile, you and I have to, uh, we have to work for a living. We don't have any, I don't have any influence to peddle, <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, yeah. um, two-thirds of Americans believe COVID came from a Chinese lab. I know. I'm as shocked as you are. It's, it's like, how could you possibly believe that? It's, uh, it's kind of funny. This is a new uh, survey from Rasmussen. And you know why we think that the, the, uh, the, the virus came from a Wuhan lab? Um, say it with me, because we're not stupid. We are not stupid. All right, everybody knows it. Even even John Stewart said the obvious. I don't think he's been as popular a guest on Stephen Colbert's show. This is John Stewart last year talking about it. So, I, 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 oh my if God! There's evidence. I'd love to hear. It. There's I a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. Yeah. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just that's just a little too weird. Don't yeah, this is called common sense. It doesn't happen very often coming from people like John Stewart, but he has it here. And Stephen Colbert, you know, I said we're not stupid. He clearly is, or he's just a tool. And then they ask those scientists, they're like, "How did this?" So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like. Mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Yeah, it could happen. And you're like, no, I, you, you the wait, name wait, of your lap. If you look at the name, look at the name. Can I? <laughs> let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili 
and now we all have coronavirus. Yeah, 68% of the American people believe it is very or somewhat likely COVID originated in a laboratory. See, eventually truth will get out. It even got out of North, uh, out of uh, East Berlin. It's crazy how that happens. Only about a third, 38%, believe uh, Anthony Fauci, the disease expert, with regard to where it came from. The, most Americans believe he funded, his organization funded gain-of-function research. Okay, wait, okay, wait, okay. Wait a second, wait a what second. about this? What about wait this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey I hear you, Brian. near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. There you go. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. You're on the go and need news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. 